I'm walking right down Main Street with B-E-K-K-A. Best travel planners in America, the heartbeat of a holiday. She will help you with a magical plan. Adventures out there travel will help you find Disneyland. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Street, U-S-A. Adventures out there travel, the official travel planner of the Three O'clock Parade podcast. That's B E K K A at Adventures out there travel dot com. Viva guy, and welcome to Three O'clock Parade. It's Professor Daniel Miller, Drunky Dizzy, here in Orlando, and from Southwest Florida, with the bangs of an angel. It's Rhiannon. Hey. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And. Double your pleasure, double your fun. We've got two people coming live from the West Coast, the Golden Coast. First, we got Skipper Dick Richie. I'm here. I'm definitely right here on the West Coast. And Mike. Yes, I am here as well. Also here. <laughs> I was told. Now I just had to put the face to the name. Apparently, I've met Mike. When was when did I meet Mike? Uh, you were drunk at the pool at the Polynesian. I had just gotten off oh. the plane, and you were getting a beautiful, beautiful sunburn. At, what, is this the day time I had the Lapu Lapu? Mm. We went to Ohana's that night, right? Was that? I don't know if I was there. Because I know you met him at the Treehouse Villas. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. There were a lot of there were a lot of faces there, but we were. I was sleeping on the couch. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I remember couch. Okay, good. Yeah, good, that good. Was so, Mike, welcome. Well, okay. That was his first St. Patrick's Day with us. So was, it was mine as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. Thank you, thank you. You, you played a very important role. Um, now, before we get to your big adventure this last oh, weekend, bomb. let's start with Rhiannon, who's planning a big adventure coming up to Walt Disney World. I am. So what did you decide? Just muted it. What? She's super grumpy. So. You want me to meet myself? Just no. spare everybody? No, say it. <laughs> well, what are you muttering about over there? I was telling. I was pointing at the mute button over here on our side. And and then failing to hit it? No, I, I'm pretty sure I hit it. It was blinking, but I may have not been on the microphone. No. Yeah. It's all right. Anyway, uh, yeah, going to Disney World this weekend. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. You're on the fence about where to stay. Um, yeah, we decided to you now just fuck it. You only live once, so Polynesian. Bungalow. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you really get a bungalow at the Polynesian? No, I didn't get a fucking bungalow at the Polynesian. Oh, I thought oh. you said Polynesian bungalows. I was like, what? Yeah, those words came out of my mouth, but not sincerely. Oh. Our bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's, well, that's good. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Any uh, specific plans? of uh, Food and wine will have started by then, so I'm assuming you'll be heading over there. Yeah, I need to uh, figure out the details of, what is it, like three times and you get a cutting board or something? 
four times. Oh, you get a yes. Well, we have plans for three times, so we'll see what happens. Do you have a fourth day? You can just go over there, tap that thing, and then get back out. But it doesn't have to be four in a row, right? Just any time during the no. food and wine. Yeah. Right. While so, supplies last. Right now, I'm just saying, so if she makes it for three o'clock weekend in October, that would that could be her fourth tap. But while supplies last. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So we're hoping for the best. Lots to play out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, the reason that uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie had thought to bring Mike on board was because you had a very special weekend at the Disneyland Resort. We did. Disneyland was fun. It was a good weekend. Yes, and part of that was the Go Archa. Yeah, we got a little Go Archa, or as uh, we like to call it, the Ocean's Eleven Reverse Art Heist. All right. So what I saw it it was it, it at one point was successful. So we oh, need yeah, some for details. Sure. So did we talk about it last week? I don't remember. Did we? We talked about the possibility of doing it because we did bring up the fact that it was missing. And yeah. you talked about the possibility of doing a reverse art heist, um, a.k.a. the Go Archa. Yeah, so uh, it was a week, like, a week and a day ago that the art from the bathroom at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar went missing. Um, from above the toilet seat. Well, and, and Brandon... Is that where it was? Above yeah, the toilet seat? just above and to the right. Kind of like between the toilet and the urinal. <laughs> above above the uh, the toilet seat covers the second, actually the is, second painting to the right yeah is the best way to, to put it but you, you know Brandon that's his name right the Imagineer that is no longer yes. an Imagineer so he posted saying that the art had gotten stolen and that Disney was kind of wondering uh, if you see it on eBay or anything like that they wanted to know and that's how we found out and uh, we were at Taco Tuesday or Tequila Tuesday depending on you know how you feel and I was telling Mike about what was going on. And I said, man, I really want to draw something and put it up. Uh, it was really originally, the weekend. originally it was Drunky's idea to actually have a portrait of Rich put up on the wall. <laughs> that would have been great. I thought that was that would have, I mean, In fact, I drew an uh, – never mind. I'll keep that for my personal file. I, just, I, I also took a giant poster of my belly button to put up, but that didn't make it. Either way, we uh, – you know, we kind of like talked about the different ideas that we had, and Mike was just like, "Man, I'm a way better artist than you are. I'll be more than happy to do it." And seeing as how I'm lazy, hence Vagabart, I was like, "Yeah, if you do it, it'll get done. Because if I say I'm going to do it, it may never happen." So um, we discussed how we were going to do it and came up with a whole plan, and uh, he drew it out and then wrote or uh, not wrote. He wrote me. It was so nice. He uh, texted me to say that he was on his way up and that he had it ready, and uh, it turned out way better than I ever would have made myself. It's great. Um, and then after that, it was kind of like any typical uh, heist movie where there were last-minute things that happened that we just weren't necessarily prepared for. And when I say we, I mean mostly me. Yeah, we were going to lower ourselves into the ceiling, but... That didn't work out. No. I couldn't find anything that would support my weight. You could definitely just use the door. And let's just start with the thing. I mean, Disney is not typically big fans of people leaving things and putting them in the, you know, themed areas. Yeah, well, they actually have a, uh, like, they have pictures of the inside of the bar. 
so that they can go through and see if there's anything missing or if somebody added anything. But what we found out from Brandon was that they don't actually have pictures of the bathroom. So originally, one of his his posts was saying, like, hey, if you have a picture of what the art looks like, because um, Disney doesn't seem to know what it is. Uh, so people posted pictures of what the art looked like for them. But um, our, our big mis- our the big thing was just getting into the bar. Uh, it was Sunday evening, and it was pretty busy already. And Mike was able to get a seat at the bar after a few people kind of, like, cut in line. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then I ran over, but there was a few people in line in front of me, so I had to wait and then try to convince the guy to let me in. But just during the conversation that I was having with the doorman, I got to the point where it would have been my turn anyway. So I was just like, dude, it's my turn. Can I just go in? And I don't think he understood but he finally let me go in, and then he kind of, like, harassed me a little bit while Mike was uh, putting the art up. But I think it's also kind of cool, because didn't you use a Lego bag or a Lego box or something? Yeah, I went to the Lego store first uh, at a mall south of downtown Disney and bought a very expensive Lego set knowing that the bag would be big enough to hold said art. So it was a really good <laughs> excuse to spend money. And I... Swapped it out, put the painting inside the big Lego bag, and hung it on the little hook under the bar and waited for Rich. And uh, <clears throat> I knew I didn't want to leave my drink uh, at the bar while I was in the bathroom. Were you worried about getting roofied? Yeah. I roofied that thing while you were gone. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Rachel. <laughs> um, and so I just waited for the janitor. He was cleaning the bathroom, and I gave him a peace sign as he was finishing, and walked into the toilet and uh, just hoped that the hardware that was on the wall was going to fit the frame, and it worked out. Uh, and I flushed the toilet, even though I didn't do anything, just to make it look like I did. Did you wash your hands? Yes, I washed okay, my hands. Good. And uh, took my selfie and ran. <laughs> Let's talk about the art. The art was a, a, a drawing of the two Trader Sams, I think, right? And then uh, the Colonel. No, it was uh... Ned Lostmore of Shrunken Ned fame. Yeah, oh, you know, that's Shrunken Ned. That's not Colonel. But that was pre-Shrunken Ned. Yes. So it was just Ned oh. at that point. Yeah. That was like when it was about to happen. Yeah, I guess maybe both yeah, Sam's works. was going to go down right? Right after that photo was taken. Uh, and the way it came out is I had to use two pieces of paper because I didn't have a large enough piece of paper. And so I decided to make it look like it had been one paper that was ripped in half. And after I had ripped it, I realized, and after drawing it, I realized, oh, the East Coast Sam and the West Coast Sam are on the left and right sides, respectively, ripped in half as if both Sams parted ways. Yeah, it works. Kismet. 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 You might want to explain. We don't. Our listeners probably don't know what kismet means. Neither do I. Okay, good. We're just reading off of a teleprompter right now anyway. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> So, well, I've thought many times of uh, placing copies of Drinking at Disney throughout uh, Walt Disney World uh, re- hotels, but like the, it's it's way different uh, color. They're all every time Disney has like books in a library setting, they're always very like dark muted colors, and I feel like the Drinking at Disney book will stand out too much. I've just but, been uh, working at replacing the Gideon's Bible every time <laughs> I see in a room. I take that out and I put in Drinking at Disney. Oh, well, what, they're both Bibles. Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh, plus, from what I understand, the last one finally sold. 
because we had mission to sell out all the remaining stock that Amazon currently has. Um, because there's like a problem. You can't upload the new version until all the old versions are gone. Oh, oh perfect. Impressive. So, so, you just uh, so that's been something that we've been working on uh, the last little bit. And uh, it worked out pretty well, huh, Rihanna? Mm-hmm. Woohoo! <laughs> That was uh, Mrs. D.A.D. with the uh, cameo. Oh, yay. Hello. So. Um, yeah. So the uh, the painting itself, um, I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's called Nighthawks. I actually thought it was called Boulevard of Bro- Broken Dreams. But oh, you're that, right. Well, no, Boulevard of Broken Dreams is another uh, kind of like homage. Like Nighthawks is the original one where... It almost looks like a like fifty style diner, and it's late, and there's just a guy like a guy in a suit leaning over the the counter. And then a few years, like I should say, 70s. decades later, they redid it with like uh, Elvis Presley and Marilyn Monroe and uh, Humphrey Bogart and Humphrey Bogart, and James Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so when we were talking about like what kind of like a vision that we would have for the art, I was just like, let's do that tiki style. So it's really good. I mean, for the people that haven't seen it, there's it's definitely posted on my timeline, and I'll post it again right now. But essentially, it's that same idea. If you look up Nighthawks, or if you just look at my feed, uh, where the East Coast Trader Sam's, our Trader Sam, is the bartender, uh, and then in the corner where the two patrons would be is uh, the West Coast Trader Sam and Ned. And then uh, in the background of the original one, it's just like the cityscape. So in this one, Mike's uh, idea, which was I thought pretty brilliant, was to have uh, Schweitzer Falls in the background. Um, and it's really cool. It was like I've actually had a lot of people yeah. say how neat just the artwork itself was. Yeah. Here's the question: Did you happen to make a copy, high quality copy, before you posted it? So does there another copy of this exist, or is it just pictures of the final product? I believe it's just pictures of the final product. Like I'm it's looking a, at it right now. It's an original, one-of-a-kind piece of art. And and this is where it kind of gets crazy, because we don't know what happened to it. Uh, yeah, we went in the next morning at 11.30. When yeah, when it opens at 11.30. And we were the second people in, and it was gone. Those first <laughs> bastards. Yeah. That first group, they, yeah. they got it. <laughs> Uh, it was probably either the night crew that night. We didn't stay too late, but uh... well, I, I think I think it's one of two things. To be honest with you, I think either the closing manager, when scoping out the bathrooms to make sure that there was nobody in there before they locked the doors, probably saw the art and thought that doesn't belong there. Yoinks, or some other a hole who would normally steal stuff anyway, probably walked in there and thought, "Hey, man, not only can I take this menu." But I can also take this piece of art off the wall. So we just know that by the next day, it was gone. Man. Uh, Number two is a much better story. Number one is probably the most likely that they somebody (laughs) that knew what was going on. Or there's also a third story where somebody probably caught wind of the project. And... uh, and, I mean, uh, alerted. I feel like if it was somebody that knew, so the two bartenders that were there the next day um, seemed like they were pretty upset that they didn't even get to see it. Like they saw it, they saw the image online, 
Um, yeah, I asked him uh, what they if they knew where it had gone, and he was shocked that it was no longer there. And he's and he was a little upset, but um, well, I I I think I honestly think it's somebody's somebody took it. I hope a cast member owns it. That's why I made it. I didn't want just some dude or person yeah. taking it. I I personally just like I don't know if you've ever seen like people do art drops in the park and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Hey, I'm gonna leave this here." Like that's kind of the way I felt about it. I didn't. I just don't want it to be in the trash. So like in my right. mind. That's the one place that it didn't end up. My dream, like, if I could have picked where it would be, would probably be in the break room for Trader Sam's. Oh, I wish it was on the shelf behind the bar, but... Oh, well, I mean... They can't do it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like... (laughs) That would, that would probably take all kinds of, like... That's like... Rights that that we don't have to give them. You can't put things up in church. But, uh, I mean, (laughs) things just pop up in church all the time. Uh, sorry. (laughs) Just happens that way. But, um, holy crap, um, I'm looking at eBay, uh, to see if there's any, you know, any postings of any of the art and I'm seeing some of the mugs and it's crazy. Uh, what are they going for right now? So the original shipwreck mug, which I believe is the one that I sent to Rhiannon is now like it has a buy now for $280. Jeez. Uh, you must not want to sell it. I don't know, man. There's How do you think I'm affording those bungalows? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but you can get, like, the paper menu for $40. Uh, so oh. dumb. Oh, someone's selling a mug combo with a menu. How nice. Yeah, from the Polynesian, by the way. $50 or $45. Uh, but not seeing the art. Not seeing the art. The shirt that is currently on sale online for... Forty nine ninety five. They want seventy two dollars, but it was eighty two fifty, so it's a good deal. Um, God, I hate EB people. They're the worst. Uh, yeah, but it was it was fun. I mean, the whole thing was cool, and we got a lot of really good responses online to it, and people were excited. Um, Brandon himself actually did respond and say like, "Hey, you guys know it's probably not going to stay." Yeah. Which you know, we I replied back immediately. Was like. Oh. I was like, yeah, of course. We don't expect it to stay at all. The uh, Trader Sam's Rum Flight Surfboard, which, you know, is not something that you can buy. Uh, it's what they use to serve the Rum Flight, but yeah. then they take it back. It's on here for $100. It says pre-owned. Pre-owned. <laughs> pre-owned by We're Trader st- Sam and Disney. Stolen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, there's nothing about the art. There's a whole bunch of... Uh, Swizzle sticks, if you want, if you want some, those are also pre-owned. They want twenty-two dollars for the set, pre-licked. Yeah. Oh, for the set. Okay. Yeah. It's still, still out. high, but that's probably what Disney would sell a set for in the gift shop. So, so there's seven swizzle sticks. All right. They're the, uh, the um, beige one, not the brown one. Since we're doing prices, let's talk about what Rhiannon's paying this weekend. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, a one night. Regular price, of course. This is not any discounted. No pass uh, holder discount? The, the, she, she doesn't bother with discounts. Oh, I don't know uh, at all. I'm, I literally just looked it up. What a bungalow actually is right now. Uh, average per night. This is midweek. Um, excluding tax. This is pre-tax. Uh, what a night is going for right now for Polynesian bungalow. This is actually the date, just in case anybody's curious. The date that I did search was 9-11 through 9-13. So it's like midweek. Um, but it is per night. 
Any guesses? Well, but she said she's not in a bungalow. She's like in a one bedroom apartment. Right? This joke, we're the, no, in the joke. The bungalow, saying she's saying the bungalow is twenty five hundred dollars a night. You, you, that dude, two thousand four hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, I mean, I don't nail things often, but <laughs> you nailed this. I, yeah, that, we, that that price is impregnated. You're within seventy dollars without going over. So, uh, well, okay, you did go over, but twenty yeah, within bump, seventy dollars. So you win both nights, both both showcases. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to see Rhiannon really uh, rolling in the money here with the uh, the Polynesian yeah. bungalow. One king bed and one queen bed, one queen size sleeper slow, slow sofa, and two single pull down beds. Eight adults seems like a low, not that many for a for a bungalow. I mean, I was gonna invite you, but. I just didn't. You're bringing all the other uh, all the other men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You. Mike are you inviting here. Mark or no? Concierge level. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Mm. So kind of you. Yeah. Awesome. I'm a giver. Can I? Can I before just because I just happen to be staring at it right now? Can we t- look at this right now? Um. Uh. There was a review. Is this a legit review of the three o'clock parade, Skipper Critchie? Yes, sir. I gotta read this. We literally got a review, five star review. Um, without a doubt, the best podcast going, best in all capitals. It's uh, fun and informative for new park goers and veterans of the parks. Well worth your time. Give it a listen. I believe that's exactly what we're going for. That sounds good to me. Hmm. Um, let me see if that was our most recent review at the time. Let's see if there's anything else. Uh, all scroll all the way down to the bottom it's gonna be tough to beat that yeah that's from phantom family the title was omg man yeah july 21st 2018 i check our reviews just about as often as we check the p.o box so (laughs) i should probably do that which is checked much more often when we know there's uh booze coming in it Mm. that's true yeah that's right Um, i need to have mike more over more often he brought a bottle of tequila that's delicious. Mm, delicious. Mike, you're welcome here anytime. Oh, you're, I, do you want to do you want to tell him about this amazing? <clears throat> I don't chill for them regularly, but oh, only to my friends. Ah, La Gritona Tequila Reposado. What does La Gritona <laughs> mean? It means the screamer, but as a woman. Right. I, I think oh. that means the moaner. Uh, yeah, I think it's an orgasmic thing. But man, yeah. it's making me orgasm. It's very buttery. It's Good luck, juice. Mike. Yeah, I mean, if you go to Rhiannon's house, do you know that you get to play on a giant inflatable uh, unicorn? I saw footage of this. Yes, there is footage that exists, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's it's hard to mount. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me. I think you're supposed to climb on the back, not on the head where the horn is. I'm telling you. I don't know. That's for, maybe that explains. Uh, that might be why it's a little bit harder to mount. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever tried to leave anything else anywhere on property, Disneyland or Disney World, uh, for uh, either for other people to find or not, other than the uh, Go Archa? Oh, one hundred percent. What else? What have you tried, and was was it successful? Uh, so I don't. Uh, <laughs> growing up in the. Um, 
treasure room at the Pir- at Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, and they don't have that in Florida, right? Like they don't have that turn where you see the whole treasure. Do they? I don't remember. In Pirates of the Caribbean, a, Johnny Depp sitting there in a prison with a bunch of no, yeah. no, no. At the beginning, you know how at Disneyland no. you go through the no. whole like. Okay, so it's Cliff Di- Notes version. Yeah, at Disneyland, uh, the first third of the of the ride, you're actually going through like caverns and stuff like that, and you see like the uh, the skeletons with like you know sailing the boat in the wind, and they're in a uh, bar, and they're all skeletons, but they're drinking and having a good time. And eventually you pass by where essentially is their tr- where their treasure is hidden and it's just a room full of gold and there's like a, a pirate statue, right? Or a skeleton on top of that. Either way, when there's I was... A, there's when, a pirate in bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The captain's quarters. Yeah. Um, but when I was young, we used to go and buy the little like uh, gold chocolate coins mm. and... My dream originally was to just fling those chocolate coins over and see how many I could just get to stay to be part of the treasure. But being the fat kid that I was, I would eat the chocolate out and then try to flatten the foil coin into like a little gold disc. And those don't fly very far at all. So usually they ended up in the water um, by there. My first experience with those coins is I was very disappointed when I found out they were chocolate. I thought they were gold. Oh. That's embarrassing, but yeah. So I, I tried leaving those a few times, and I know I definitely uh, made it onto the onto the island, but it's you know or the little like cove thing. But there's no way to know if they were still there. I'm sure by now they're gone. Like you know, either like roaches or there must have been some f- sort of infestation. From You're just, that guy from just the random chocolate hang- candies hanging out. Um, have you ever tried to leave anything, Brandon? You know, just the usual ashes, the mountain mansion. Oh, just, yeah, just that. We can't talk about yeah. that. Uh, no, yeah. sorry. That'll get us kicked I, off the show. <laughs> what I was... Uh, let us back in the park. kidding. Talking. I haven't played with any dead bodies recently. Not recently. Definitely not recently. Boy, I, um... <laughs> I, uh... I'd, uh... When I was in high school, my friend, we, we went to, uh... Uh... Disney about a week apart... Uh, with my with our families and he was going you know a few days before i did and we knew this and this is before unfortunately if we had been able to talk via mobile devices it probably would have been a lot easier but i'm like let's do something let's leave leave something behind and i'll try to find it you know and we didn't know what we were doing so he was he, he stuck a uh note with like tape underneath you know when you first go into the uh uh, on the people mover and you go into what is now Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin and there's a uh, there's a a uh, light up uh, neon sign on the right and I'm like stick it under that box underneath with the tape and I'll come by and I'll put my hand under there and I'll pull it off um, and he's like I did it I did it uh, I, 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 it's there get ready and when I came by I couldn't find it it's a great story um, I can tell you that when I left um, Vista Way, I had like I wrote in Sharpie on the inside of almost everything I could possibly find. Like I took the drawers out and I wrote inside the furniture and I wrote inside the drawer. I uh, pulled the like the mirror out of the bathroom, wrote on the back of that, like any place I could find. So unless they actually like tear the, some of those walls down and rebuild them. Uh, there's signatures all over the place. Some, some not not that anybody will ever see. 
Not that anybody will ever see, but they're there. I can tell you that part. So then the the next person to move into your place at Vista Way was like, God, this place is just trashed. Well, well yeah, we also did that. We you know we we did the whole thing with the with uh, laundry detergent, you know, because you can see it with a black light. So we we like wrote all over the walls and put oh handprints and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Hmm. It smelled. I'm not to rent property to you. <laughs> I mean, I don't do that anymore. Imagine what he's done to the little greenhouse. Oh, this place does it. It glows, and you don't even need the laundry detergent. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say to quote Star Lord, "Looks like a Jackson Pollock painting." <laughs> Which I was oh. gonna say. You know what we should do? Have you watched Infinity War, Drunky? No, I have not. We should do an Infinity War screening. I will. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll yeah, watch that'd it. be fun. Watch that first episode. Uh, that makes that's gonna make me jump ahead, Skipper to Gritchie, oh, because to uh, in the news to the uh, TV and movies and crap section, where uh, that sh- the movie Guardians of the Galaxy is officially on hold. Is, like, what um, do, do, are you okay with them like going forward without this uh, director, or do you think they should just like, what do you think they should do if they're not gonna bring back the guy? Well, is he that important? He, yeah, he's super important, especially moving forward, because a lot, from what I understand, a lot of the, uh, the kind of, like, storyline and feeling and just, like, uh, the mood that those movies have taken since he started doing, or since he did Guardians of the Galaxy, um, a lot of it has been adapted by him, or by what he did, but also, um... And I don't remember, was it you? Were you the one talking about it, Mike? Somebody was talking about that a lot of it has to do with the fact that right now they're trying to just push this whole deal with Fox through. So they, I don't know if, you, like, they're being super quiet about any scandal and, like, even, like, the property stuff that's going on at Disneyland, they're just like, yeah, fine, that's fine. Tech, no tax credits, we're not going to even build a hotel. Let's just move on with our lives. And a lot of people think that it's just because they don't want anybody to turn around and say like, Hey, you can't buy Fox or, you know, this is what's going on. Or they don't want Fox to say like, Hey, you know what? We don't want our property going to anything like this. And that there's a good chance that that's why that they're, hmm. that they're postponing all this stuff until the Fox yeah. deal is done. Yes. Uh, Fox news is fine. But... Well, no, but that's the thing. Fox doesn't have anything to do with it. Plus they're super conservative. Yeah. The person that called James Gunn out is a conservative tool. So, uh, so, they're kind of saying that a lot of it has to do with that. Hmm. Um, but it goes even further because he was actually, they were going to film uh, parts of the scenes for the, for the attraction at Epcot while making this third movie. So oh. that's also going to affect the Epcot attraction. Well, that Now I care. You see? Yeah, that's, that's, that's where well, it becomes important. A couple of days ago that Taika Waititi... Is that how you pronounce his name? The guy who directed the last Thor movie? Yeah, Ragnarok. He may be, there was a rumor that he may be tapped, but I think that might be like people wishing. Yeah, yeah well, we yeah. To, uh, we need to fix this. If it, if it affects a theme park attraction, we need it to, uh, they, need to, they need to get their shit together. Yeah, well, and, and I mean, just talking about the theme park attraction, uh, Super Winnie Hunt Jr., and I don't know if we talked about this, brought up a really good point, I think as a joke, on his Twitter feed that I think is actually true. Um, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, at the end, they have a dance-off to save the galaxy, 
which Star-Lord just uses as a distraction. Um, but the whole idea that Star-Lord went to Epcot during the 80s, and that's why they're coming back now, means that he would have watched Captain EO, who did have a dance-off to save the galaxy, which could be part of the attraction. They could be using that, saying, like, yeah, the whole reason that he even knew to do that in the first movie was because he went to Epcot, saw the Michael Jackson Captain EO, and uh, and used that. Because he even does some of the same dance moves that they use, which is quite brilliant. Is, if there's any truth to this, I am phenomenally interested in this. Right? Like, it's, it's really brilliant. And that's why I was saying, like, I think Weenie Hut meant it as a joke, but we've been talking about it, like, my little group of nerds, and we're like, holy crap, he may have stumbled on the actual, like, theme of the ride without even meaning to. We are here to save the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, staying in the uh, TV, movies, and crap corner, uh, they, they Skip, they're not going to call it Disney Life. They named the Disney streaming service that you have been very excited for uh, Disney Play. Which won't confuse anybody at all. With their with Play Disney Play Disney app, <laughs> but I've actually got a, I've I've heard a little bit about this also. Um, you know, you you talk to people. Uh, they were saying that the streaming, uh, part of Synergy might be that if you have a certain annual pass, that the streaming will be included with your annual pass. Oh, that would be then I would actually get it. That'd be great, right? No blackout days and streaming content. Yeah, I don't know well, how true you that. Want is. to make it a seamless? You know, you you are a part of you know because uh, one of the things that Bob Iger keeps talking about is his core Disney fans, and I think that would you know they maybe they're going to try to start marketing that as a thing. Like, are you a core Disney fan? <laughs> Little Mermaid and like, chill, right? The co- yeah. Well, no, and I think about it like if you're. You know what is what does Netflix charge now a month? Twenty bucks. About fifteen bucks, right? Fifteen, fifteen dollars. So if you look at that over, um, ah, if you look at that over a year, what the hell does that come out to? <laughs> Twelve times fifteen. Alexa, what is fifteen? It's one hundred and eighty dollars. Twelve. It's one hundred and eighty bucks. So what if they to say like your value of an annual pass? Is you know to, so that they can be like, yeah, the annual pass is a thousand dollars now for no blackout days in Florida, but you also get the streaming service. Is that worth the extra hundred and eighty, or you know, the extra two hundred dollars? As long as I still get golf at Oak Trail Country Club, yes, oh, of course, yes, yeah, Oak Trail. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, dude, you know what I saw today? I have to bring this up. Outer Rim Jim, I had not even heard this. Outer Rim Jim just happened to write a tweet right before we were coming on the air that said, hey, Disney World, and he tagged Disney World, I heard a rumor that Hoopty Doo is closing. Please don't be true. Like, I haven't even heard that rumor. I don't know anything about this. I just, I I saw that, and I was alarmed. Artist Point and Hoopty Doo in the same week? No. But Artist Point isn't closing, right? They're just retheming it? Or something stupid? Slap (laughs) some characters in there. Well, and they're not even, like, the right characters. They're saying that they're going to put uh, Snow White, which is not from the Pacific Northwest in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Uh, 
Northwest Germany? Uh, yeah. Uh, but I did like the picture of Outer Room Jim trying to use a back scratch, huh? To break open the lock to the tamboo. That was, that's so amazing. Good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, that's beautiful. I didn't see it till today, and it's just so good. He's like, just, you, <laughs> he jams the back scratcher, back scratcher. Into, the, into the lock and is trying to pop the lock with the, uh, with the back scratcher. That was lovely. Lovely. Outer Rim Jim is the best. Outer Rim Jim. Um, let's see. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, Scripted Richie, you're uh, here at the 3 o'clock Eats department. The uh, Tropical Hideaway menu came out. You've got to be fired up. I'm super excited about it. People are excited, though, because I guess the lumpia from Pandora, the pineapple lumpia, that do they no longer serve it there? Is that what I heard? It's, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's, I've been, I guess I've been, I've been hearing mixed uh, reviews. I don't know that it is and it isn't. I don't know. Secret menu, maybe? Apparently, it's going to be here. It's going to be one of the things that's available. Oh, I don't have to go there anymore. Oh, no. They, it's still good. They have you took Lumpia from Florida and moved it to California. That would be the most Disneyland thing to ever do. Because <laughs> <laughs> we steal all your shit. I know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they finally come up with something. Like, Pandora t- came up with something that people actually find cool and unique. And they're like, we're going to take that. Yeah, but I've and, also seen a bunch of people already complaining that there isn't a hideaway in Florida. And I'm like, it's not even open up here yet. Give them, give them a moment. It took a little time before Trader Sam's opened out there. It's called Skipper Canteen. And Skipper yeah. Canteen is pretty cool. And you have alcohol at the Skipper Canteen. Booze. And but, if they're going to do it here, no, it's not, No, they're going to make it. They need to make it the uh, Swiss Family Robinson Kitchen. It'd be so awesome. That would be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen it. would be awesome. Things. A restaurant yeah. in a tree. Plus, you know, I think the hard part about doing it out there, the way they're doing it here, is lack of shade. Yeah. Uh, you people in Florida complain about lack of shade a lot because you need it. Well, no, and that's what made me laugh. We were we were walking around Pixar Pier, and I was like, nothing. There's like zero shade. And then it made me even think more. I was like, really, the only place that even has a little bit of shade is uh, Bugs Land because they have the giant clovers. But everything it's else gone. is, you know, there's no shade any place, anywhere. Uh, which I was like, man, like people from Florida would have a heart attack if they came to any of the, the parks out here because yeah. nothing has shade. We like our shade, man. We like our shade. Yeah, you gotta have that shade. Well, we don't have ninety degrees all the time. No, no, for sure. Uh, yeah. okay. Um, speaking of uh, Disneyland, staying in Disneyland, Skip. I remember you and Aaron when we were walking through the queue of. The uh, Indiana Jones Adventure explained there was you or him. I don't remember who. Probably him because he's from Los Angeles, so he knows things. He does know everything. Um, explained to me that on the wall there are hieroglyphs. And uh, they used to, when it first opened, they gave you a decoder card. And you could go through and decode them. And it would be like, remember to drink your Ovaltine. Right. It was actually uh, it was originally sponsored by AT&T. Right. So it was always, yeah, there was all kinds of like random, like, you know, choose your right plan wisely or something. It's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? They're bringing it back on the Disney Play app. Oh, nice. So you do do the actual, because the the hieroglyphics haven't changed. So the messages are all the same. Do they just give you a decoder now on the on the app? No, well, they, yeah, this looks like it. That's what it looks like. And um, well, they did something similar to Space Mountain here in Florida. 
they put up um, basically the same thing, but they're uh, you know space looking um, messages, and you and you 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 put them into your uh, your Disney Play app, and uh, stuff happens. Things things happen. It's happen as you do it. I don't remember what it was, but things happen. The kids were playing. I don't know, but uh, things happen when you put the little codes in. I forgot to use the Play app when I was in Disneyland over the weekend, and I was really excited about doing that. Um, have you used the Disney Play app, uh, Rhiannon? Not yet. Are you going to use I it? No, I'm going to try to remember to. Yeah, Toy Story Land has it. Space Mountain definitely has it. Um, I believe the Jungle Cruise. If you can stomach going through the line for uh, Peter Pan's flight, I believe they have one. Well, I think that's the whole idea, though, is that it's supposed to make that hour wait, yeah. you know, more entertaining. It would. It would. But yeah. So uh, that would be great. But you're right. It's easy to forget to do that. Like, we were in the line, um, but the one that we did wait in was the not Sleeky Dog Dash, but the other one, uh, Alien Swirling Saucers, and they don't have one, though. I'm like, it's the one new ride. Why would you? Come on. Get with the program. Because even with a fast pass, it takes a while to get through Alien Swirling Saucers. On the uh, on the board that tells you, like, the hours um, inside of Disneyland... It has like the two attract. It's got the little logo on it. I was actually disappointed at how few of the rides have Disney or Play Disney yeah. incorporated. But I guess I it's guess, new. They're still working on it. I guess depending how the reception is, if people really get into this, um, maybe they'll add more. But do you think? I I think unfortunately, probably in the end, this is probably something that's going to fizzle because I don't think people get that. I don't think that many people use it. I don't know. Maybe I don't even think people know what the hell it is. Or maybe yeah. it's a warm-up for Galaxy's Edge. This is true. Probably. Like, when you go through Soren at Epcot, on like you, you know how they added the screens for people to play games before? Um, they just replaced that with pull out your phone and use the Disney Play app. <laughs> Same with Space Mountain. They, they got rid of the games they had already put in and wrote on there, pull out your phone and play the Disney Play app. Yeah, because those games sucked. I mean, and it wasn't even the game that was bad. It was that, like, people would either stop the line to play the game, yeah. which messed things up, or they'd play the game, and then all of a sudden it would be like, oh, no, I was in line before you, and would, like, yeah. you know. So, oh. yeah. Which may have been it the whole yeah. reason where they took the cards away in the 90s at the Indiana Jones ride. Yeah. <laughs> where you just get people through the queue. Yeah. I, have, I, I still have those cards. Hmm. I have a set from opening day. Have you guys seen that the uh, the party, Mickey's, uh, the Mayor Very Mary, or... Not so scary Halloween party card is Orange Bird this year. They have a special uh, Sorcerers of uh, the Magic Kingdom card. Is it the pretty... zombie Orange Bird? Ooh. It's awesome. Yeah. I I have a wait, but does Orange Bird really look like a zombie? Um. No. Wait. Let me look it up. Mm. Bird. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. I don't think it looks like a zombie, but it's... There it is. No, he's happy. The thing that people are looking at is that there's a... He's he's like drawing with a Sharpie on one of the oranges, and it's like reminiscent of something. I, I just I just uh, sent you... Uh, you know our little like Twitter conversation that we have? Yeah. I just sent you a picture of the zombie orange bird that... It's fan art from, you know, wherever... But I was like, if they redid that, that would be ridiculous. People would have a heart attack. Cool. Yeah, that is that's definitely not it, though. 
Definitely I'm going to post not. that to the uh, 3 o'clock parade Twitter account. Yeah, put that so on there. That's pretty good. People know what That's we're re- referencing. So let's see. Uh, Rhiannon, it opened. Blocking Hans with draft beer is open. Sweet. What is that? Yeah. Tell me more. That's the little craft beer cart at American Adventure. It's been there for years, but it always had just bottles. And they added, they had it down for several months um, installing draft beer, which uh, so they can have uh, all kinds of cool stuff. So let's see. They currently have 60 minute IPA, strawberry magic hard cider, blood orange wheat ale, love street, Kolsch style blonde, Hawaiian lion coconut, coffee porter, Kentucky bourbon barren, barrel ale. So craft beers from the draft. Still, do they still have bottles? Like, are they going to provide both to have a bigger variety? They do. They do. They have both cans and well, you know, like a lot of them come in cans now. Now whatever you know what I meant. Yeah, I know what you meant. And yes, the answer is yes. So uh, big doings over at the uh, Block and Hans. So now all they need to do, as uh, three o'clock parade reporter Ellen said, was turn the Odyssey now officially into a year-round um, brewery. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the the last step that needs to be done at Epcot. And then it can be complete. Walt, Walt was wrong. It will be complete, and that's when it'll be done. <laughs> Sorry, Walt. It was done. Let's see. Anything else left before we move on to some, uh, let's see, uh, play Disney. Skip, you must be excited. You could, People found the Millennium Falcon being used. They're filming now for the, the, the final Star Wars of this run. Oh, yeah, yeah. They all, yeah. I didn't see that, though. Where did they find it? Uh, I didn't catch where, but it's in the middle of the woods. Uh, they're filming the, so that it's, they, oh, people have found oh, it. yeah, look at that. Yeah, they found it. So, so getting people, I, I showed it to uh, my daughter who's into Star Wars, and she's like, yeah, so it's coming out soon. I'm like, no, no, it's not. No, it's next, like uh, probably next over holiday. a year. Yeah. Next Christmas. <laughs> year and a half. Um, year. How crazy would it be to be hiking, though? And you're just like, hey, yeah, so maybe later on we'll, uh, you know, sneak away, get some action. What? <laughs> uh, all right. You guys ready for a little Ask Sour Boner? Sure. That's that's the spirit right there. Yep. That's the uh, for you. Yay. I was and, hoping that he would sing along with you. There it is. That's what we, that's what Mike, that's, that's it, baby. Um, the first one's from a guy. Let's see. Skipper Dick Ritchie. Skipper Dick Ritchie. He posted oh, the guy. picture so we would all know these straw uh, guys in the uh, It's a Small World. And no, those, they don't scare me at all. And I'm very scary. Like, scaredy. Those were my toys. No, you're pretty scary, too. Shut up. I am not. I'm super friendly and smiley. I feel part of the problem, though, is that in this picture, you don't see what their face looks like. Yeah. Like, if you saw their face, you'd probably pee your pants. There's... Here's something we haven't talked about yet. Skipper Dick Ritchie has officially changed his oh. little at thing on the uh, Disney Twitter to Skipper Dick Ritchie instead of Drunk at Sam's. I saw that. I thought at first there was a parody account of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much a parody account. Yeah, um, he, um, he wants to get drunk other places now. Apparently. Yeah, I, I decided that oh. I drink it more than just Sam's. Like I'm usually drunk at many different places. So I hope you broke it to them easy. I am an equal opportunity drunk. Yeah, well, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I love I've the. I've actually had a lot of people tell me the same thing. A lot of people have been like, "Put 
Trunked Sam's, where's that? That's your name. And I'm just like, well, right. you know. And I always liked your little tagline of that you have a problem that there's when they became two Trader Sam's. That when you're at Trader Sam's, you want to be at Trader, Trader Sam's. Sam's. Which is true. Yeah. I have that problem at Disney in general. Like when I'm at Animal Kingdom, I'm like, man, I wonder what's going on at Epcot. <laughs> when I'm at Epcot, I'm like, man, I'd really like to see Buradika at Animal Kingdom right I'm now. Totally missing out on the drinks <laughs> at the Vaseline. Yeah. Oh. Man, Outer Rim Jim and I had a conversation. We thought it'd be great if the drawers at Vaseline would come out, kind of like how the the the, the uh, stools go up and down at Trader Sam's. What if like oh. they came out almost like stools? The drawers, and they had things inside that you could see. I think that'd be cool. I thought you were going to say, like, they'd be like when Kramer hosted those uh, Japanese fellows, <laughs> and you could just rent them to stay. It's like, I'm going to, this is my room for the night. I'm just going to stay at the Vaseline in this drawer. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> bag of oranges. That would have been great back in my, like, bachelor days, you know, and you're like, you're like, I don't really need to go home. I could sleep wherever. This would be great right here in the Vaseline. I finally went to the Lamplight Lounge, by the way. Oh, that is that great. when you were cheersing? What was the drink that like, had smoke rising from it? Oh, yeah, that was when we were cheersing. Uh, I don't remember what the hell that was called. Uh, some sort of Buzz Lightyear thing. Yeah, I mean, they're all named, like, they all have some Pixar-related name. Yeah. Whether, uh, was that over the budget? I wasn't there. I only saw it on Oh, man, there. I'll have to look up the, the <laughs> let me look at the menu really quick. Uh, lamp, light, lounge. But uh, do you see it as an improvement over Coke Bar, or basically the same? Oh, it was great. It's more in more indoors, right? Or no? Uh, that was the sequel. Is the name of that drink? No, no, no. Oh. It's it's. Um, <laughs> I like yeah. it. It's not necessarily more indoors. They just uh, they they basically separated the top floor and the bottom floor. The the. Uh, um, the bottom floor is all uh, reservations. The top floor is basically the bar. And they did a lot of things to try to keep it... Um, like, they wanted to keep that feeling of the Lost Bar. Or not Lost Bar. Sorry, that's someplace completely oh. different. The Cove Bar. Um, I will say this, though, that they that they said very specifically. They said that they kept the lobster nachos, but they are no longer the star of the menu. <coughs> And I'm not gonna lie, they, the lobster nachos were good, um, equally as good. Like they didn't change that recipe, but uh, there's a lot of stuff on that menu that looks really, really good. And the potato skins, which actually aren't even potato skins, they uh, they were they were really, really good. Like, like I, I dream about those things right now. Are so good. When it says potato skins, it's more like if they took mashed potatoes and then make it into made it into like a little potato cake, uh, and then Ew, they serve yeah. it with like these other. That's good. Oh, it was so good. Mm. God damn it! Just think. Oh, I may have. To, I need some time alone, Mike. As long All as right. Yeah. Yeah, those were good. <laughs> we had those. We had the lobster nachos, and then we had the donuts. And the donuts are actually served with a chocolate dipping sauce and a raspberry dipping sauce and the raspberry dipping sauce has a uh, um oh shit what do you call those things uh, pop rocks inside of it so when you dip your donut and then go to eat it <laughs> they snap and pop in your mouth a little 
It's really good. Those were those were great also. I think uh, Skeps definitely needs some time to himself. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, tell. everything that's like just looking at the menu right now, I'm just like, oh, this I want to go rising. there. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I have good news for you, Skipper Richie. Go, go, go. It's news actually from Kara with a K. Woo! Kara with a K. She says, don't worry about those scary straw guys because um, Disney's phasing out straws, so they'll obviously be removed shortly. Uh, at Disneyland, at Disneyland, they didn't have lids for the drinks, but you could still get straws. So the single-use plastic lid was no longer a thing. I, my favorite is like literally, like I, I was reading a conversation on online, and it was literally somebody talking about how they're like, I, I don't even know how I could like carry my drinks anymore. Like they're gonna spill all over the place. Yeah, that's like, ever drink. How do you function in life? I was going to say. Stop the drink from spilling. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those little plastic lids, all they did was let you, like, balance multiple drinks on tops of each other exactly. so that you could spill them later. <laughs> it's like, we're going to be able to get five feet away from the counter to spill these as to where now you're just like, I guess I can only hold two drinks. It's just so funny. Yeah. But, uh. The staff at Trader Sam's let us know that the swizzle sticks at Trader Sam's will be on their way out. Oh, I was going to ask about that. Uh, uh, they didn't really want to give us particulars, but they said maybe a wooden version. Say a bamboo, maybe. Yeah. Bamboo one. That'd be cool. I would like the wood. I, I'm not, I'm just saying. I would like a wooden swizzle stick. There was no way for me to say that that wasn't going to sound inappropriate. <laughs> oh, good, because we'd hate to have something inappropriate. Yeah, no, right? Um, here's a good question from Livy. Rhiannon's liver is is in the house. Um, uh, uh, what Disney restaurant would make the best chain restaurant? Like, what would be the best? What would what what, what would just take storm nationwide? What Disney spot? I know what I would like to have. I would like a Bengal barbecue. Oh. Yeah, that'd be so good. God, I was just... gonna say Flame Tree. So I feel like oh yeah, that sounds page. good. Yeah, Flame Tree works for me too. Oh, and just the the look of Flame Tree would actually do really well. I think, you know, the art that's it, got like the, uh, the the fun art on the on the walls that would be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I like that. I mean, I, I think about it though. If you really think about it, how how well do you think it would do to do like a Disney character restaurant, like a Chef Mickey's in like you know. I don't know, Chicago. You think people would, would go for that? I, I used to have a dream about what a Disney restaurant would be like in just like in general, but it wasn't necessarily a Chef Mickey's. Yeah. Mine was like, uh, the idea that I had was it had a lot to do with screens, just so you know. But the idea was that you were in a restaurant and the windows were replaced with uh, screens that looked out so that one day you could be at Epcot, one day it would be that like would be at Disneyland. Sweet. And depending on like the the inside of the restaurant was kind of just very generic, but depending on like the tablecloths and you know, whatever art they decided to put up on the wall, it could look like the Plaza Inn. Or, you know, you could even you could even change it so that the walls had like fish and it was like the coral reef and stuff like that. But then at night they would actually uh project like the fireworks onto the roof the same way kind of like when you're at uh pirates of the caribbean how it looks yeah. like you're at night uh mm. you know so like 
it just depends. Like certain days you would go to certain parks and depending on what time you were there, it would kind of almost be like that same thing going on in the park. That was my dream as like a high school kid. I want to say it was it's a great. Yeah, I think it was a project, <laughs> you know, for like a class. And I was like, that's what I want. That's great. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go um, with either of the barbecue restaurants. Yeah. That's my answer. Um, West Kinetic needs a lot of advice. This is important advice. Are you guys ready for advice? Yes. West Kinetic has an Ohana reservation on a Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. Mm. What point in the week should he stop eating to ensure maximum stomach capacity? <laughs> uh, well, you don't want to wait too long. Otherwise, the shrimp, the, it shrinks. Yeah, I think yeah. you should have – I mean, it's 8.30 at night. So I always suggest have a good late breakfast and then don't eat the rest of the day. So that when 8.30 comes around, yeah. you know, you're ready. All right. I have a question for you guys. <clears throat> With Ohana reservations, we're, we're relatively very uh, difficult to get. They have added on late night reservations, like you know nine, and early reservations as early as like three thirty or four. Which would you rather do? Since you can't get like a regular dinner time, would you rather? Do you prefer like a later, later than average dinner, or would you prefer an earlier average when it comes to just Ohana specifically? Definitely earlier. Just treat it like a late lunch. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm with you. has anybody ever been kicked out? Like, have they ever said, like, you've had too much? It's, <laughs> it's time. No. Right. My stomach has, has done that to me. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. But I'm saying if you got, like, a late, like, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock, you might You're be good. able to, yeah. Tis no mere man. Tis you a might remorseless be able to... eating machine. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you took it, you know, because usually we hang out there a few hours before and have drinks. Yeah. So if you just took it as, like, I'm going to have some drinks, and my first round is going to be appetizers. And then, you know, I'm going to have some more drinks with some shrimp, and then some more drinks, and you could bring over some steak at this point, and then some more drinks. And, you know, you could really stretch it out for a long time. But I'm wondering at what point they would be like, okay, dude, you're drunk. We're out of shrimp. (laughs) I'm wondering, maybe they would in that scenario, but how long would they let you just sit there and be like, just get drinks? No, we're good for for now. We're going to wait about... We're going to get another We're round good. of drinks, and then we'll probably grab dinner in a little while. I feel like if you're at a small table, they don't... <laughs> you're taking up that one giant table in the middle with 28 people. <laughs> Guys, please, hurry it up. Right? It sounds like some life goals. It does. Yeah. 3 o'clock parade weekend is coming up. Can we get that snag a 3.30 reservation for 45 people and We're just... trying right now. <laughs> Can we start at 3.30 and go all the way through to fireworks? <laughs> That'd be so good. I feel like we've done that at Sam's at least once. Oh, I mean, that's different. <laughs> or, or is that just the ultimate dick move to do that? Oh, so? for sure. Um, wow. Uh, let's see. The Usman, uh, everyone's favorite Usman, is uh, is here. Um, have you noticed, uh, Rian, that when they put Us uh, on the menus at Epcot, it's they actually put in parentheses. Pronounced oos. <laughs> <sighs> yes, I, I do notice that, and it also just proves as evidence that you don't read certain things I write. <clears throat> Aww. It's okay. I'm used to it. I love it. Let's see. Uh, he says, Want, went uh, for a long run listening to my favorite podcast. Um, by the way, he picks Port Orleans French Quarters for you, by the way, Rhiannon. He didn't know that Polynesian was on the table. 
No, it's always on the table. Um, he booked fast passes 60 days out, and he started to plan three o'clock weekend pool party at the uh, Beach Club Villas. Yeah, is that for real? Are we really going to get to have a pool party? I mean, it's he says he's he's thinking about it. He's crushed his morning, and he says, "Is it too early for a pineapple drink?" Never. No. No, not at all. What day are we going to have this pool party? That's what I want to know. Take a look. I mean, it's really not a bad idea. No, I'm, it sounds great. Because now Cause, I want to look at what yeah. you know dining opportunities are going to be near and around that place. Yep. The plan is, uh, the, w- w- the key to doing this, if we're really going to do this, is you meet, you know, you, we meet at the uh, Hurricane Hannah's. That's a good, you know, there's like the area where we hung out on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, Skipper to Gritchie, oh, New yeah, Year's that Eve. that was fun. And, uh, you know, just kind of make that the hangout area and then, which is outside, and then you just kind of see what happens. See what happens. So, uh, he does have a picture from Caddyshack of Caddy Day. Caddy's <laughs> welcome, 1 to one fifteen. It's duty! That's what 3 o'clock parade is allowed in the pool. It's from uh, 1 to one fifteen. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what's next. Livy is back. This is actually a good question. I saw this already. Um, you wake up from a 50-year coma in the year 2068, and you pull out your computer, and you wonder what's going on at Disney. What's your first Disney-related Google search? Like You're like, what do you want to know? I'm ready to go. Okay. I have a lot of questions, though, leading up to this. Like, <laughs> how does my computer still work in 2068? I mean, uh, how, how does the internet work? Does Google still exist? Do we still exist? Because I'm pretty sure that the seas will have risen and swallowed us up whole before then. So, no. I reject this entire question. <laughs> I was just going to say, does Ohana have availability yet? <laughs> you just searched Ohana availability. Yeah, Ohana availability. God damn it, it's still booked up. Because <laughs> you are going to be starving. Yeah, right? I mean, that's the point where you're like, I, they better... Whatever mutant shrimp that we've created, they better have a lot of it. Oh, I know mine. Mine would be, is I would just look up the people mover. I'd have to know, it did, did it survive? Did the people mover make it this many years? Because every time I go to the Magic Kingdom, I'm always kind of expecting it to be down and just be like, we're done. It's over. That's just depressing. It's, and I've been thinking that since I was like in high school. I'm like, it's just one of those things. I'm just like, I just, I don't want to come in one day and have the people mover down. It's, uh, it would be, but I, I always kind of expect it because, uh, they did it to, uh, Disneyland. They did it. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. So it's not like outside of the realm of possibilities. Um, Kylo Greg, uh, is this the first timer, Kylo Greg? Sure. First time. Why not? You haven't said that in a long time, so I'm going to go with yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very gun-shy with the first-time caller thing. It's like when I meet people at like out in like at work and stuff. Like, uh, do I, I don't want to say I don't know your name because I'm like, it's like with Mike. I, apparently, I met Mike, and I'm like, hey, nice to meet you, Mike. I've been listening since episode one. Wow. <laughs> um, how busy is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? Um, if I'm used to six or seven out of ten on the crowd calendar... Is the night party at a four, or is it still a six? At least a six, I would say. Mm, depends on the night you go, though. Yeah. And it if kind of depends go, what you want to do, too. Well, if you go earlier in the year, 
and a weeknight, it's, I would say, more of like a four or less. But if you go later in the year on a weekend, it's going to be busier. I would say if Rhiannon's there, it's going to be busy because, you know, everybody wants to see her. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I'm going this year, so oh, I guess. Oh, so it'll be dead. Just, yeah. A real, real snooze fast. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Whatever I, for some reason, it always pops in my head. Um, like think about Rhiannon and like you, you, you talk about people like wanting to see her. The, the line from Disney Dustin's song "Welcome to Three O'clock Parade," where he says Rhiannon's popularity is bigger than we all assumed. The fans are crashing in and parking in her living room. <laughs> Just, well, all you have to do I, is bring tequila, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> which that guy did not do. No. He consumed it ahead of time. Yeah. You very rude. Uh, for the record, I did see the house uh, on my trip. That's part of the grand tour. Yeah, I got the tour of uh, the house. It's at the end of this. Uh, it's still a residential street, so there should be no reason anyone's going at an ex- at elevated rate of speed. But um, it's From really at the end of a of like a, literally a T-bone. Like it is direct at the end, and you could definitely see what happened. But um, yeah, there's no reason somebody should be going. At elevated speeds on the street. Speed limit's 40. On that street? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, Shelly, not Cheryl, is in the house. Ms. Shellitmark. Um, uh, she was recently told that adult-only character interactions are, quote, sad and solely for the unfulfilled, unquote. What? What is the official three o'clock parade stance on character meet and greets for grown-ups? Yay or nay? I mean, yay. I think character. I think they're cool. I mean, I don't like them just because it stresses me out. But that's just me. I think if you like them, you should totally do it. Yeah, the only thing. Totally. I think the only thing that ever like ruined me for character meet and greets was going on a Disney cruise, because. When you have been sitting at the adult-only pool and Chip just sits down, lays down, and just literally chills next to you for a good three or four minutes without saying a word, and you're literally just sitting there at the pool chilling with Chip, waiting in line to meet a character is kind of over for you. Like, it's awesome. (laughs) And uh, so the the interactions there are so, like, real life. It's so much – it's so cool. But um, I always, like – messing with the characters is fun yeah me too i have a thing that i like to do and it always gets a good reaction and i'll, I'll and I, I hate to give it away because it's pretty good if you walk by chip and dale and you say hey everybody look like but as if you're kind of being real to your kids hey it's chip and dip they look at you and they, they do like a whole cool like are you kidding me you know kind of thing it's fun yeah i usually call them by the opposite name on purpose <laughs> Like, I'll be like, oh, it's Dale when it's Chip. And then they get all like, what? <laughs> or sometimes I'll just call them by something completely different. I'll be like, hey, aren't you Miko? And then they just totally, what? Yeah. I think, to be honest, though, as a guy, the only one that sometimes is, uh, I, the princesses are a little bit more awkward because it's like, I, I was, uh, it always feels weird. I don't know. I think it's just because you're hitting on them. It's because it's you. I'm not. That's the thing. I think you're they're like, expecting. Hey, Ariel, what, what's your number? <laughs> What room are you, are you at Vista Way? I don't think I don't think they uh, respond well to that one. 
We once met, I went with some uh, adult friends to uh, the uh, 1900 Park Fair back when it was uh, different characters. And it was um, Sleeping Beauty was one of the characters that came around. And it was just a bunch of adults because it was my friend's birthday and we were going to go out on the yacht. And none of the other restaurants had availability for a group. Anyway, um, it was many years ago. And she comes around and it just, she comes around and she goes, oh, where are you from? And he goes, New Jersey. And all she says, all she says was, oh, I'm from the Enchanted Forest. (laughs) And that was it. And just kind of stood there blankly. Okay, great. It was just really weird. It was fun. (laughs) There you go. I'm from the Enchanted Forest. I'm from the Enchanted Forest. Oh, yeah? What part? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. We were so caught off guard. We didn't know what to say. Um, I'm a little bummed that Talking Mickey is gone. I thought he left and came back. Is he gone again? He was there last time, but I, I heard he was gone. I don't. I guess I don't have the breaking news at the moment, but I, th- I thought he was gone. Oh, that's junk. Yeah. Budget cut. I wonder if it's because he only speaks like really one language so you know it's not like Miracle on 34th Street where they're like oh he won't be you know she only speaks German and he's just like oh you know well he speaks Spanish talking Mickey spoke Spanish for sure oh that's cool because it was the best we were behind his family that spoke Spanish and Mickey was speaking Spanish and you know when he posed for the we posed for the picture he goes Queso. <laughs> that sounds great. It was awesome. And then we're like, "Come on, can you do that for us?" And no, he can't. Um, he can't. He doesn't. He said cheese, which was. He might have said cheddar. I don't. But it was definitely not queso. It was awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, Outer Rim Jim would like to say uh, he revisited Rivers of Light this past weekend, and boy, was my first imp- negative impression wrong. It was so beautiful, and we thoroughly enjoyed it. Are there any experiences where you made a complete 180-degree change of opinion? Hashtag believe in Steve. Mm-hmm. Anything that you like and or dislike that you used to love or vice versa? I would say Grog Grotto. When it first opened, I was really not happy because I didn't have as much fun as I did at Trader yeah. Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. But the last time I went to Grog Grotto, I had a great time, which we discussed, I think, last week. Mm, I used to not like Yak and Yeti, and now I love it. Oh, I do love Yak and Yeti. Yeah, I would agree with that one. That's a good one. Yeah, Yak and Yeti's good. It was nothing some of that I was super pumped about. Um, DCA. Oh, I mean, yeah, DCA has changed a lot since it opened, so... I guess that doesn't count. No, I would say, I hope people... Well, Mike, you say that, but I was thinking the same thing about Dis- Downtown Disney. It's like, you know, but of course it changed so much that made it so much better, but... I would give up all of Disney Springs to have Pleasure Island back, just so you know. Sure. Yeah, how about um, all of Disney Springs just for the Adventures Club? Basically. I, with that too. <laughs> I didn't get it. Of the Adventures Club. Adventures in Charity is coming up. Oh, yeah, that's right. The last one, right? The last one ever. We'll have to get Chuck on here to, to, to talk about it um, with details because it's coming up. Uh, the the mayor, Jason Chuck, who uh, is, is, is involved in the Adventures in Charity. So um, without going into details since I don't have them, uh, check out Adventures in Charity 
on the old interweb and uh, look it up. Uh, this is the final one. It's held at a hotel right across from Vista Way um, at the Holiday Inn uh, right there. And uh, Rhiannon has been. Mm-hmm. It is the same night when Rhiannon went. It was the same night that I locked my keys in the car in the parking lot and had a terrible night. Uh, it's September 27, 28, and 29 at the Holiday Inn Resort. Uh, which one, Yeah, which one is it, though? Oh, the Holiday Inn Resort Orlando Lake Buena Vista. It's uh, it's like your uh, it's like a standard convention hotel right across the street from that like where they do the you know that like what was like the Blue Jeans Outlet building. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Skip? I Maybe do. Not. Yeah. Uh, it was. I was gonna say there's uh one two three four different tiers. Now remember this all goes to charity, so don't freak out. Uh, the least expensive is the theater level, which is forty dollars per person. The Junior Adventure, which is $95. And as you, uh, these all get closer to the, uh, the stage. The Adventurer uh, tables, which are $140, those are pretty much right up to the table or to the stage, except for the Colonel's VIP, to, uh, which are $225. Yeah. Uh, but those are right up at the stage. Uh, right. As a matter of fact, this says extremely limited, exclusive front row table seating and limited edition masks. By a local artist. Access to yeah. VIP party afterwards. Yeah. I'm in talks with Jason to do some sort of, uh, for the super VIP table, some sort of drinking at Disney love uh, with him. So we'll see. Anyways, oh, that's cool. So, yep. So that's uh, that's going on. Uh, speaking of Adventures Club. But uh, let's see. Who's ready for the final? Asked Sour Boner. From Rhiannon's Liver. Do it. Bring it on. Technically, it's not a uh, question. It says it's a re- it's a response to the last one. It says, "I know Rhiannon's answer. Drunk at Disney. She's done a complete eighteen degree turn on him over the years." Hashtag not a typo. <laughs> love, hate, love, hate, love. Eighteen degrees. That sounds actually pretty accurate. <laughs> what is that? Meh? Yeah. It's like meh, right? Meh. I don't the even best. think it gets to meh. I think it's a. Me- he just goes from like hate to strong dislike. Oh. Yeah, a me minus. I don't know. It's just. <sighs> yeah, she. I mean, and just to think, I even I even climbed into bed with her. You think that would have helped? But it did. <sighs> Jesus Christ. It seemed to help. Didn't seem to have the uh, the effect you were hoping. Saying- I was at a twenty before that moment. <laughs> actually, actually brought it back down to an eighteen. Um, yeah, for some reason, every time I try to, I, my idea of what she's going to like, I, I, uh, my assumptions for some reason are never correct. Strange. Believe it or not, believe it or not. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, hashtag Ask Sour Bar. Um, any final thoughts this evening? Uh, uh, any, any any final thoughts before we move on? To the uh, end of the parade. That's Rhiannon's final thought. Mike, mm-hmm. any final thoughts? No, not that I can think of. You guys do the void yet at Downtown Disney? I have not. I was there a couple weeks ago. So we we tried it on the Monday. What did you think? I thought it was great. I recommend. 
Because they're talking about doing new voids also. Like other, right now it's Star Wars. They're thinking of doing more, right? There's a Hulk in Vegas? Rich did Ghostbusters. No, no, that was something different. Ghostbusters was an AR thing, not VR. Oh. But there is a uh, alien, like aliens. The This is alien. Oh yeah, there, there's a there's a void for that also where you're going through the ship and uh, you know you're one of the space marines or whatever. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> I, I oh, want to yeah. try it. It looks awesome. Oh but no, I haven't done that either. But I want to. I think the void looks cool. I didn't have time, but uh, uh, the evil Derek Bergen was acting less evil the other day when I, I ran into him at Disney Springs. It's a ploy. It's just a ploy. It was a ploy. I don't know what his real plan was. But he's like, hey, we're going to go hit the void if you want to come with us. I think, they, like, I think he meant something different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go then. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be able to walk straight right now. Yeah. I mean, it was right after we had met the sauce slinger. <laughs> uh, but it was only 15 minutes. Uh, oh, wow. And then we were out. How much minutes. is it? It's $35 a person. Okay. So it's a little over two bucks a minute. Yeah. I mean, I've paid more for less. (laughs) 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 So let's see. So, yeah, I guess that would be my final thought would be uh, the uh, Adventures in Charity uh, is coming up. And uh, apparently he didn't forget. I got a direct message from uh, Shuck the other day about the uh, Halloween Horror Nights uh, charity thing. So apparently that's still happening. Yeah. I was like really hoping people would forget. Like, I don't think so. What charity is it going to? The Human Fund? The Human Fund, yeah. Well, I was, I actually, we really need to discuss the actual details because I was, I always want to do the uh, MS Society because uh, my mother has MS. Oh. But um, we kind of also had another one in mind. So that's usually what I do if, if I'm going to pick it. Um, but then also there's always Good Kids of the World, which is always good around here, a local one. And uh, so we'll see. It's, it will not go to the human fund. Uh, it will actually go to real charities. Okay, Much I need like to take that website down then. Because we were also trying to decide, do we put it with the, uh, um, like kind of associated with the um, Adventures in Charity or keep it completely separate? I don't know. Well, yeah, looking at Adventures in Charity, like every actor or actress has their own different charity. Um that they sponsor, so you know, maybe they could add your face to it and be like, or maybe they'll add, we'll just put Rhiannon's face. Oh man, I donate anything. <laughs> I would think that would get a, a positive reaction. Yeah. I know, right? I was actually, I wasn't even trying to be dirty, I was saying anything, it's a compliment, yeah. Yeah, as posted on www.info.com. Hearing from reliable sources at Walt Disney World is getting ready to close the long-running show Hoopty Dee Review as part of an expansion that's happening in the area. Yeah, I read that too. This is horrible. No, it can't be. I mean, I w- it wouldn't surprise me if they closed it for a little while and then after the expansion reopened it. Oh, which actually reminds me of something else also. I, I, I know what my final thought is. Uh, apparently, um, Earl of Sandwich is rehiring for a restaurant at downtown Disney. <laughs> They're like, just kidding. 
<laughs> well, they closed everything, and they, then they're like, yeah. well, let's bring some food trucks in. They closed everything. They moved some food trucks in there, and then the city of Anaheim was just like, eh, we're not going to really let you use your tax credits for that anymore. And uh, Disney postponed the building of the hotel, and just like the Gardens of the Galaxy, they don't want to cause a, a, a fuss, so... Right now, there's it's just up in the air, but there's these empty properties, and I think that they're basically saying, like, yeah, we're not in any hurry. It's probably going to be a while if you guys want to come back. We'd love to have your sandwiches, which uh, is true. I love those sandwiches. So. They're great. Stick them in the uh, Rainforest Cafe. And that's sure. where they just need to open up the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. I'm Guys, I'm – this is I, – I don't want I don't want there to be any truth to this. So I'm looking at the uh, – the article on that WDW info. Yeah, I, I looked at it. It's the it's, devil. It's so bad. Like, because if you look at the satellite image, the the spot what it is River Country or was River Country that they're going to be doing is right, uh, very close. Oh yeah, it puts right this up to spells it. Spells bad things for Fort Wilderness in general. Um, if they're if they're because that means if they're going after, uh, hoopty do. <laughs> Trail Zend is right there, and uh, Whoa, it's not Crockett's Tavern. Did you hear? Did you see what um, Travel by Doom was talking about? They were saying that they're going to get a try to. The new management is talking about separating it even more thematically, and coming up with even more unique menu items for well, specifically Crockett's Tavern. That's a joke. That's what I've been asking for. So, no, I love that fried chicken, and it's nice that you can get it there. Yeah. Um, but does that mean that they're also going to close uh, Mickey's Backyard Barbecue? Because that's fine. Because <laughs> um, that would actually be helpful. Yeah. Not a problem at all. I'm just really, I mean, this is, that would be bad. I mean, uh, I mean, we might have to do some more research and then report more on it later. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it would be a temporary, maybe they're going to build a new theater. I mean, it just, I mean, I would hope. You know, among but maybe just among core fans that think Hoopty Doo is the greatest. I mean, I, I would hope it's getting good reviews like Disney wide. I don't, man. I think it just depends on how busy it is. When was the last time you went to Hoopty Doo and was it sold out or not? We went a couple weeks, actually, maybe two months ago, if that, maybe a month ago, uh, with my family, my uh, extended family. And uh, I mean, we went to the early show and it was not full. The up, the upper level is never full. So, I don't remember the last time it was full for that though. Like I feel like the yeah. upper level for the early shows are never too busy. Well, I think what happens is once you get the price up to like you know, even the upper decks like fifty bucks ahead or whatever, sixty bucks ahead. Of course, you're just going to spring a little bit more for the good seats. You know, nobody wants to pay fifty dollars for shit. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't pay so, for but, an upper decker ever. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, no thank um, you. So hopefully it just means they're gonna reconfigure and get a better theater that maybe has better seating. That would, then I'm then I'm all for it. Yeah, well, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I if if it's part of the expansion, and they're just gonna build a uh, a better theater that maybe that's bigger or has better, you know, a better way to to create the seating. Uh, that sounds great. Like, I'd yeah. be okay if they close it for a little while to do that. Uh, way more information. Yeah, uh, looking at um, 3 o'clock weekend, would you say the 26th or the 27th, a Friday or a Saturday, would be a better hoop-de-doo day? Saturday would always be better. Okay. 
We're looking at that right now. We're looking at the early show so that we can do the other stuff later. Ooh, we'll just come over here and we'll say... How many yeah. do we have people that we have last time? We had like 40. I'm just going to say 20. Boop. Yeah, that wasn't nearly as, as public as this is. <laughs> yeah, but... I had so to put we'll up see. that money up front last time, so... Ooh, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I might just let we'll people just book pick, their own reservations. We'll just have to pick the day and time that people can book separately. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So right now, uh, there is... For a party of 20, there is a 4 o'clock on the 27th. So I say that that's what we should plan. Yeah. October the 27th, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock weekend. Yeah. yeah. At the Hoop. Yeah. Pre-party and then post-party. Sounds good. Right. Well, that's what I'm um, saying. We can hit up the uh, after that. We could walk over to Chip and Dale's, not yeah. the stripper again. Yep. Uh, maybe we can even do a recording. We could record there again, like we did last time in the forest. Just, you know, drag Rhiannon into the woods yeah, again. You, me, <sighs> Rhiannon in the forest. See yeah, I think it worked out great last time. What happens? Perfect. Well, we'll look forward to that, Greg. Uh, we, uh, that'll brings us to the end of this, uh, three o'clock parade podcast. I believe the final float, I see it coming down and you know who it is. Oh my gosh. It's six bits. Six so bits. Marching down, carrying the drum and, uh, man, what a good looking guy. So six bits coming down, uh, right around main street USA for the final float of this week's three o'clock parade. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. I'm from an enchanted forest. I'm from the enchanted forest. Bye-bye. Awkward. Join us for a visit.